From Wondery, this is I Hate My Boss, workplace drama, comedic relief. I'm Liz Dolan. And I'm Larry Seal, and it's time for a couple of after-hours questions. Let's start with a question from Angie, whose new job is starting to lose its sheen, or she thinks it is. Angie writes, Last fall, I left my job of two years for multiple reasons. The company was going under, I'd been passed up for a promotion, and the managers were emotionally abusive. Among other things, they threatened to fire me for minor mistakes. Okay, those are all good reasons. Yeah, that's awful. So last November, I started working at a small company that came with a small pay raise, a location change, and owners that I liked. Things have been going swimmingly here, that is, up until recently. I'm starting to feel like I'm getting picked on more than the others for very small mistakes, whereas other people virtually get away with murder. I've also never been given positive praise for my work. I've been told by other coworkers that's just how the owners are. But last week I heard my boss tell someone her work was absolutely perfect. Am I being too sensitive or am I letting my last work environment seep into my current one? Well, first, Angie, I am glad to hear that you got yourself out of that previous situation. Yes. Well done. Now, in your current situation, it does feel to me like you could be being a little too sensitive because of what you call the emotional abuse from your previous job. You know, most bosses are not trying to abuse you. They're not even trying to pick on you. They are trying to give you criticism occasionally. So if you want to hear like lots of information about how Larry and I both approach this, we did two episodes all about feedback and how to receive it. Those are episode seven and episode eight. And that might be helpful for you to listen to just so you know when you're getting picked on how you might be able to reframe that in your own mind. What do you think, Larry? Well, Liz, I agree with you. Her language does sound out. I mean, it's almost like, and I use this phrase very, very lightly, but it sounds like she's traumatized Mm -hmm. a bit from her last job where it felt so horrible and then it felt good in this new job. And now it's starting to creep back into these places where she's feeling nitpicked, criticized, picked on were Mm -hmm. her words. My guess is there's some healing she still needs to do. And and frankly, it might help to talk to somebody just to kind of work through the bad stuff that happened to you. This is a very normal thing. It doesn't make her unusual at all. So I, I think there's some space that maybe needs to happen there inside of herself. The other thing I would say more generally is... Everybody likes positive feedback. I like it. Mm -hmm. Everybody likes it. That acknowledgement feels good. But when you're in a place where you're not feeling as confident in your shoes as you should, as we all should. Or as we want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You seek out more external validation. Mm -hmm. And she's clearly not feeling it, which I guess is can be natural, right? Like, have you ever been in a situation where somebody standing next to you has gotten positive feedback? Sure, sure. Yeah. You see someone being complimented and then it doesn't come your way and you're standing there like, what am I, chopped liver? You know, (laughs) you just want a little bit of like, could we share a little bit of that around, especially if you're working on a team? The point is some of that is very natural. Anybody, I think, who sat in that seat would feel really similarly. So don't feel badly about that in any way. But I think here, Angie, I think you're overly sensitized to it and you need to work through that. Yeah, it's going to take you a little while to get over, but you're on the path. 
Our next question comes to us from Anonymous on the West Coast, who's trying to put themselves through school while navigating a career change. They write, I'm trying to finish school while working full time. On top of that, I recently went through a career change where I took a significant financial loss so I could gain more relevant experience while I pursue an IT degree. However, I've recently had an increase in my monthly bills due to a lease renewal. I'm working at least 50 to 55 hours a week, trying to keep my head above water, while also trying to maintain a little bit of my sanity and social life. Also, it will be at least two more years before I can get my degree. I love my job, and I don't want to leave. But with school starting soon, I won't be able to work as much overtime and go to school at the same time. So I have a couple of questions. Number one, should I take out a student loan to help bridge the gap? Number two, my job only does one-on-one performance reports in March. Meanwhile, I constantly see people come and go in my department, and I feel like I'm an asset because I've been there over nine months, which is actually good for my position. Hmm. Additionally, we get sent a report of everyone's metric status every month. I have consistently exceeded throughout my entire employment. How do I even go about asking for a raise? Any advice would be appreciated. Okay, Larry. Advice for Anonymous? Okay. Well, I'm going to be cautious around the student loan one, given my deep background in finance, and uh, I don't have any <laughs> so, of the So you're no Susie Orman, yeah, is I'm what no you're Susie. saying. I'm, I'm no Susie Orman, so take this for what it's worth. I would say for sure you are being really smart about looking at the metrics that are being used to measure your performance and being able to uh, use those as a lever. So when it comes to asking for a raise, those are going to be really helpful. You've also been really wise in my estimation. You've decided you want to get into the IT world and you've made a huge sacrifice and saying, yes. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go get a degree I don't have. So often you have to step back and invest in yourself to get on the road you want, that is a really tough decision. Liz and I think that's It's a very brave decision, and it sounds like you're just, you're on the path. You know you have two more years. You've made the commitment. That is really great. It's awesome. Now, look, student loans and debt, I got to tell you, I hate debt. It weighs on my mind in an unhealthy way. Having said that, I run a business, and every business I know takes out loans to run their business. It is a viable business strategy. The question is, what's your tolerance for that? How does it sit in your head knowing you have that debt? And of course, are you getting a good rate, and is this something that you feel like is going to pay you back over some reasonable amount of time? If you're going to accumulate so much debt, it's going to take you two decades to pay it off? Maybe not, mm-hmm. right? But but in this case, especially in IT, which which is so degree and certification dependent. Sensitive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seems, I was thinking the same thing. If you told really me smart. you wanted to make a loan to go, you know, get your master's in archaeology. Right. <laughs> and and believe me, that's my world over there, not in the IT world. Yeah. Uh, that would be a riskier professional choice. But you're investing in a career where there is a lot of opportunity. So I think the loan might not be a bad idea as long as you can get something reasonable. So around the raise, oh, heck yes, go ask for a raise. When you've got good data on your side at this point, usually I'd say to people, you'd like to get to a year. Nine months isn't so, so far away from that. And especially if it stands out in your particular business as, wow, that's a long time to be here. Nine months is considered a long time. That's unusual. A little bit of a scary job then. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You should go doing it again, using those metrics in your experience. I think that's your leverage. 
Yeah, Anonymous, I'm with Larry. I think it's okay to go in and ask for a raise. You seem to be in an environment with heavy turnover. And if at nine months you're a department veteran, well, that says something. So you can try that. However, when you're making that pitch to your boss, remember, just because you need more money doesn't mean your boss has any obligation to give you more money. I mean, you've explained to us that you have a lease renewal and you have this and you have that. Your reasons for needing more money are clear. That is not part of a negotiation with your boss. You don't go in and ask your boss for more money because you have more bills. You go in and you ask your boss for more money because you are contributing at a higher level to the boss's bottom line. And it sounds like you have the metrics to support that. You know, I have a friend who used to say to me when I'd be like, oh, should I ask? I don't know what to do. Her attitude always was, what's the worst that could happen? And that's what I would say to you, Anonymous. You go in at nine months. It's a little early to ask for a raise, but eh, what's the worst that could happen? They're not going to fire you for asking for a raise. The worst that happens is you don't get a raise. and then, But at least then you're on record with your boss as someone that wants to get ahead and they are aware that you are ambitious. And I don't think that's ever a bad thing. And frankly, as a negotiating tactic, then you come back at the year mark and say, I'm back. Yeah. (laughs) And it's been a year. And you're asking again, especially if your metrics are still really strong, it's getting really hard to say no to that, even though they might be tempted to push you off. Mm -hmm. Good luck, Anonymous. You're on the the path that you want to be on. It's going to take you a few years. You invest your time and your money in yourself. I can't think of a better place to put that. Okay, everyone, don't forget to send us your stories and questions about quitting your job. We know that even if you hate where you work and you hate your boss, it can still be really hard to walk into their office and say, I quit. So we're here to help with any advice that you might need. You can send us your questions on Twitter or Facebook. We're at I Hate My Boss Show. And our phone number is 424-224-5711. If you're listening on a smartphone, just tap the cover art to see the episode notes and you'll find a link to call us right there. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back here on Monday. Remember, workplaces can feel crazy. But you don't have to. Mm-hmm.